The Guardian. Welcome to the Body Pods podcast series. The Guardian is delighted to host this series, which is produced by Fuel Theatre and made possible by a Wellcome Trust Arts Award. There are 12 editions in all, and each podcast brings artists and scientists together around the theme of the human body in order to give you, the listener, a unique view on the working of our bodies. Fuel, the Roundhouse and the UCL Ear Institute present Body Pods, funded by a Wellcome Trust Arts Award. To find out more, visit fueltheatre.com. The Brain, by Deborah Pearson and Paul Brox. Gottfried Leibniz, the 18th century philosopher, imagined a machine whose construction would enable it to think, to sense and to have perception. And further that the machine is enlarged while retaining the same proportions so that one could enter into it, just like into a windmill. What does he find in the interior of the mind-making machine? Only parts pushing one another and never anything by which to explain a perception. You may be listening to this on the tube. You may be listening to this in the bath. You may be listening to this in the kitchen while you make dinner. But wherever you are, you know you are listening. Vibrations in the air are being transformed to electrical signals in your ear, which are travelling along nerve pathways to the temporal lobes of your brain. As the signals are decoded, you become conscious of sounds with certain meanings. Words. And words have power. Find. Fox. Flute. If I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. I love, I love you, you, I hate you, I love you, I love you, I love you. All horses have hooves, no Forest. humans have hooves. Therefore, some humans Forest. are not horses. Go on, do it. Do it. You look just great. Forest. Well, we're all going to die sometime. Well, we're all going to die sometime. Shall I compare you to a summer's day? Oh, go on, treat yourself. Oh, go on, treat yourself. There are warnings of gales in Viking, northward Syria, southward Syria, Fortis, Fisher, German Bight. Five seven, twelve. It's over. Fam, it's over. Bolly, fraction, fuzzy. As meanings unfold, other regions of the brain are activated, generating memories, imagery, and emotions. The visual pathways projecting from the back of the brain, the emotional centers buried deep in the hemispheres, areas toward the front of the brain involved in planning and actions. So, anyway, thanks for letting us into your head. It's lovely in here. Can we have a look around? Would you mind? I want you to do something for me. I want you to wiggle a finger. Get anything? Yeah, look here. Look, there's some lovely activation in the frontal lobes. There, see? Up there in the premotor cortex. You only have to think about wiggling a finger to fire those circuits up. Fine. Now let's try something else. Close your eyes. Picture yourself outside of your childhood home. Look at the door. Now knock. Pick someone you know who lived in that house. Your mother, your father, your brother, someone you knew well. Picture them for a moment. How tall are they? What color is their hair? This person answers a door. They take you to the kitchen. 
They reach for a mug where the mugs are kept, and they start to make you a hot drink. What do you like? Tea? Coffee? Hot chocolate? They hand you the cup. You smell the rising steam. You notice the warm feel of the cup. Breathe in the steam. Take a sip. There are some biscuits on a plate in front of you. Plain biscuits and chocolate biscuits. Which will you choose? Or maybe you don't want a biscuit. What are you getting now? All sorts of stuff. Uh, sensory motor, olfactory, executive. There's activity in the hippocampus, obviously. Where is that? It's that long curving structure on the inside of the temporal lobe. Try to hold those thoughts and images in your mind for a moment if you can. So we're roughly on a level with the ears. Yep. See, there and there, there's activity in both hemispheres, but especially on the right. Why is that? Because the hippocampus is crucial for storing and retrieving memories, and these are quite visual memories, so there's more activity on the right. Verbal memories would activate the left side more. But it seems like there's a lot more going on. Well, you sparked up a lot of sensory imagery. I mean, look, up there, towards the back of the head, that would be some of the visual stuff. And there... Down below. That's the fusiform gyrus. It's where faces are processed. Now, further forward... There's a nice ripple of activity in the amygdala. What does that mean? Emotional response. To what? I don't know. It could be linked to the person in the house, or it might be just a general feeling of nostalgia. With the amygdala humming away, there might be a touch of wistfulness. Wistfulness is interesting. It's strange how you can be happy and sad at the same time. Not really. Separate circuits, different chemicals. Well, you can't reduce human emotions to circuits and chemicals. Mm, suppose you fell in love. Okay. And I just say, no, that's just your brain flooding with dopamine, mopping up the serotonin, adjusting your estrogen and testosterone levels. Okay, so, so what? But would it stop you being in love? No. So, who's reducing? Maybe it's anxiety. The thought of us creeping around. Mm, well, fear is the amygdala specialist subject. Okay, you can let those images go now if you like. The mind is divisible and the divisions map onto different but overlapping systems in the brain. What we think of as the mind is really a confederation of perceptual systems, memory systems, language systems, emotional systems, decision-making systems, and systems to initiate guide voluntary action. Okay, try something else, but make it more specific this time. A specific event. Let's give that um, amygdala a break. Try gratitude. You can rely on grateful thoughts to give people a good feeling. Okay, I want you to think of something that happened over the last few days for which you feel thankful. It could be a big thing or a small thing, like someone saying something kind or a stranger helping you out in some way, or just a call from a friend. See what's happening now? Seems to have gone a bit quiet up there under the roof. Mm, the thinking and planning parts of the brain do tend to dampen down a bit with happy feelings. But those other areas are buzzing. Look at that. That's the cingulate gyrus. It's an important part of the emotional circuitry. Sort of integration point. You know, it's strange that we don't see anything. It's all very abstract. There are nerve fibers, chemicals, electrical impulses. But we can't really see anything real. What do you mean, real? 
recognizable, like we can't see the kitchen from before or the person they were thinking of. What were you expecting, a film show? Well, no, but I mean, this brain, this person is actually seeing and hearing things, thinking things, feeling things. And what we see is machinery. It's not what you imagine when you look into someone's eyes. Imagine, precisely. Welcome to the mystery of consciousness. And where actually are they in all this? Sorry? Well, the person whose brain these words are floating around in. The person having the thoughts and feelings. Where's that inner self, you mean? You've talked about the systems, but where is the self? Well, nowhere, really. Sorry, what do you mean? The illusion is irresistible. Behind every face there's a self. We see the signal of consciousness in a gleaming eye and imagine some ethereal space beneath the vault of the skull. Lit by sifting patterns of feeling and thought, charged with intention and essence. But what do we find in the space behind the face when we look? I keep hearing Eleanor. Who's Eleanor? It's this little girl who I tutor in French. What's she doing in here? I don't know. She must be on your mind for some reason. But we're not on my mind. You sure about that? This isn't my brain. This is their brain, isn't it? Eleanor? The brute fact is there is nothing but material substance. Flesh and blood and bone and brain. I know I've seen. You look down into an open head, watching the brain pulsate, watching the surgeon tug and probe. And you understand with absolute conviction there is nothing more to it. There's no one there. It's a kind of liberation. Eleanor, répétez. Il n'y a personne. Il n'y a personne. Très bien. That means there is no one there. There's no person. Ah, uh, sorry. Give me a minute. I'll be right back with you. The brain, the brain is just, is just an, organ. an organ. The brain is just an organ. The brain, the brain is just, just an organ. organ. The brain, the brain is, is just, just an organ. organ. I don't feel liberated. I feel trapped. I feel fragile. I feel like wearing a space helmet everywhere I go. I feel like never leaving the house again. Do not touch my brain. Do not touch my brain. Get, Get away, away from, from this organ, this working organ. This is my organ. This is myself. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I just got a bit disoriented for a second. Il n'y a personne. Il n'y a personne. Il n'y a personne. Right, we're nearly done now. There's nobody here. You sure you're okay? Yes, but, um, would you mind doing this one? Okay, but you join in with it. It'll do you good. Okay, one last exercise. Um, I want you to close your eyes and slowly let an image of your body take shape. Sense the position of your limbs, your torso, and your head. Become aware of the feel of your eyelids. Picture your fingertips. Become aware of areas of warmth and cold. Notice the rising and falling of the ribcage, the air in your nostrils, points of contact with clothing and other objects. Notice the different states of muscular tension, mild aches, itches, stirrings. Now picture your immediate surroundings. Open your eyes. And there you are. 
This is you here now, in the moment, you and your brain. Paul, what was that over there? Oh, uh, that's the auditory cortex. We're, we're finishing off with some music. But it seemed to start there and then it sort of went out all over the place like a firework. Cheap trick, really. It's such an easy way to manipulate emotions. But the whole brain is lighting up. Are you recording this? No, just enjoying the fireworks. But what do we find in the space behind the face when we look? Very good. What do we find? I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Special thanks to Eleanor Woodruff, who is reading from the book Into the Silent Land, written by Paul Brox and published by Atlantic. For more great downloads, go to guardian.co.uk forward slash audio.